Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast from the South Seaport, New York City. It is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. I'm Brian Custer in for Zubin, Keyshawn Johnson, J. Williams. It's Wednesday. It's hump day. And I, I what know. Up, hey, man, let me tell you something. It's a, it's a great day, man. It was hot up in the city last night. But uh, good day, man. Keyshawn feeling good. You know, you know, he was he was flexing on us, Jay, because he he, he cooked last night. He wanted to send Uh-oh. us all the all kind of pictures of the meal, and I wish y'all he was over. doing that. By the way, bro, yeah. you know what I mean. He loves sending group texts like, "This is what I'm cooking. Y'all can't yeah. cook like me." W- wish y'all was over. You know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm a burn. We never tonight. got an invite, Key. <laughs> yeah. We never got an invite. I know. Wish y'all were here. So then I called the brother, like Jay. First, I, first, first of all, Jay, <laughs> you got an invite, okay. I didn't get an invite. You I was did in get it. You did get an invite to my daughter's party, but you couldn't uh, that's make true. it. So don't sin yeah. and say you didn't. See, that's real stuff. Right you, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we show- see, you you referenced something from like a month and a half ago. Right, right. We talked about we last get an night for your daily dinners, man. L- last night. So you know, he he. We, we're seeing pictures of what, he, look good. of what he cooked. So then I, I, I had to, <laughs> hey Jay, I had to call him. I had to, I had to call him, Jay. So I said, so Key, by the way, if I come over. Tell me what you're making. Listen to what he said. <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> hey, Key, you got down, no Key. No, nah, that was, what, that what? was, uh, it was like I just, I invited some friends over. Um, just felt like doing it. I got some people, some friends in town. Okay, I got a couple, uh, uh, some friends in town from L.A. And then I invited some more friends over. So I just said, you know That's what? A hell of a spread. Let's bro. just have a we dinner had some party. Fish. We had some grilled shrimp. I mean, Man, I had, I had some. I had some sh- no, I had some shrimp scampi. I had wet burritos, which is basically enchilada sauce on top of burritos. So one of the burritos was all vegetables with vegan cheese for my kids and, and my wife and them. And then I had, um, then I made ribeyes. Uh, sliced up, and then I used the, yeah, the ribeye inside a, the burrito for meat for people that wanted meat. Then I had branzino, was the fish. Uh, then I have grilled some veggies, chopped up some salsa, made some grok. And then obviously, you know, Chef hey, Key. This, this dude is Chef bougie, Key. man. This dude, bougie, AJ, this dude bougie, man. He's going to all bougie, details man. on it, too. The, then I put the diced tomatoes yeah. and hey, I rained them out. You, like, well, how is that bougie? Why is that so Jay, much hate? Jay, how many brothers? I didn't brother, say it was bougie, Key. That's I, Brian. I how, didn't many, say it was how many brothers like you know going, I got Chef Barzino and I had this. I put a little so, saffron so on there. So I'm supposed to all of a sudden just keep eating catfish my whole life? No, what you supposed to do? <laughs> like, come on, man. Hit it, Ab, Ab, hit it. That's what you. See, I didn't to go doing. there, Brian. You supposed to. I didn't go there, Key. I when, didn't go there. That's when, Brian trying to take you, you yeah, out. Brian I'm, I'm all about me, you having Branzino. You want me to eat catfish for the rest of my life? <laughs> come on, man! I didn't graduated from that. Greens, well, potatoes, yams. Right, exactly. That's what I want. I want. Some, Where the chitlins I mean, at, Brian? Right. Where the chitlins oh, at? That's that, what I want to know. That was upstairs. That was up here. Like, yeah, we ain't messing with no chitlins. Look, I like ham hawks. I like yeah. pig feet. No. Pig feet? <laughs> no, I ain't doing that. Y'all can have that. Uh, so we got to talk about, Jay, we got to talk about what happened last night in Atlanta because the two-time MVP goes down in that third quarter. Now, listen, the Bucks were getting blown out as soon as they tipped the ball. I mean, Atlanta jumped on them. But now the two-time MVP has this hyperextended knee. We should find out here today about how – 
um, how long he'll be out, if he will be out, and the severity of the injury. But, man, for Milwaukee, this is the worst thing that could happen to you. Well, first off, my I hope that Giannis is okay. Um, because, I, I, you know, Key, you and I both watch a lot of ball, a lot of football, too. And whenever you see an injury like that, I just – last night I literally stopped. I stopped and just held my own knee. Just understanding how that hyper – and I hope it's just a hyper extension. But that looked bad. That I mean, when you bring all your weight down on one leg like that, that's just um, – so first off, you know, I, I hope that he's doing okay. I hope that he can recover because, you know, this is a two-time reigning MVP. And I know that we always get on the show and people debate about whether he's going to be other people's guys or not due to how he plays. But the dude was averaging 29 and 13. And he's putting up epic, historic numbers yep. in the playoffs. And now all these conversations that people have had about, you know, Chris Middleton is the guy on this team. He's the closer down the stretch. Now I say, all right, now Chris Middleton, just similar to Kevin Durant, playing without Kyrie Irving and James Harden, similar to LeBron James, playing without Anthony Davis. Those are big names that had to carry and fill big shoes. Now we get a chance to see Chris Middleton, the opportunity for him to carry and fill the big shoes of Giannis, who's been the horse that they've rode throughout all games. I mean, Chris Middleton has been a guy that closes games. I get that. But now we have to see Chris Middleton be the horse that carries his team all throughout the game and also closes the game. And you need guys like Drew Holiday, Bryn Forbes, uh, other Bobby Portis, other guys to really step up and help carry that load as well. Think about the names that you mentioned, though, um, Jay. Jay. No, 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 no. Just think about the names, though, that you mentioned. I mean, you're asking Chris Middleton to step into that Kevin Durant, LeBron James, guys that have essentially carried teams themselves before. I mean, it's very difficult to, to be pushed into a role that you're not accustomed to having. Those guys are, were frontline guys to start with. And when they lost their mate, they decided, okay, now I got to still be the frontline guy. Kevin Durant carried teams before on his back with just scraps around him. LeBron James, he, he's done that before. So I don't know that. But, Key, we put that same kind of heat on Jokic. We put that same kind of heat on you. I don't – I mean, you and the NBA came on our show, kinda... on our show, Alan Yates, you, we, everybody was like, all right, like he's your MVP. Well, he has to carry a team now. I mean, Chris it, we kept that pressure. Your, but Chris Middleton isn't your MVP. Chris I, Middleton, I, look, the, the team is supposed to be about the Joker because he's the MVP. Right. That's a different we, – we're right. talking about two different things now, Jay. So can he do it? I, I guess that's, that's the question, Jay, is Middleton – because as you point out, and, and me and Keith talked about this, I, I looked this up, like, that 29 and 13 and 6, uh, the, it, it, I, don't, I don't think people grasp that, that because the only other player who's ever done this in NBA history in the playoffs is Oscar Robinson to and, average and that, those and, kind and of numbers. Jay, and, and, and what I said to Brian is – you got to be able, much like you said, all the other little ancillary pieces around, they've got to now figure out how to get that 29, 10, 13, whatever it is. They got to figure out how to get that. Have they ever done that before? You're asking people to do things that they probably haven't done before collectively as a group because Giannis has, for the most part, through three and a half quarters, have been a guy for you. Except no, I, I, the last seven minutes of a game where okay, I'm it with goes you, to but Middleton. People were, per, people were referring to what, and I, I didn't do this. 
But it, it, it's inter- it's an interesting narrative. <laughs> I didn't do this. <laughs> but it's an interesting narrative, though, Key. People were saying that Milwaukee had a big three. Right. Right? Yep. People were saying that Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday were in that conversation yeah. to be a big three. So now when I see an unfortunate situation happen to Giannis, you hope that he's okay once again. But you still have big two of the big three. Yeah, but You have Drew Holiday that was brought there to be yes. that dude, that yes. dog, yep. that great two-way guard down the stretch. And you have Chris Middleton. And some people were saying that Chris Middleton is the superstar on this team. And I, I've been trying to say the whole last couple of weeks, I'm like, look, man, Giannis is still the best player in the playoff series, in my opinion, because of the load he carries. He just gets glossed over, though. Like People are like, oh, well, Chris Middleton's this guy. I'm like, hold on a second. Giannis is still the guy that's giving you 29 and 13, some games almost giving you a 40-point triple-double. He'd be 40 points in game seven in that closing against KD. Let me, let, me see if I could, let me see if I could equate Giannis to football. Okay. Jay watches it. You've covered it. Uh, Jay covers it as well. In, in football, right, you know how you, 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 you look at a player and you go, man, he, he box scores. He really got off. Yeah. And you look at another guy, box score, that's on the same team. And his numbers may be a little less. The guy that's a little less is the one that's really the one. Hmm. Just because the other dude's getting all the numbers. He's getting the numbers like Giannis in basketball for the first three and a half quarters. He's getting you everything you want. No question about it. But it doesn't hurt you. And you're saying, well, how could it not? It's part of the score. It's part of the score. It's not the same. It's a guy who, in football, two or three touches – that's going to kill you. Just them two or three touches. Yeah. And you don't get that from Giannis at the end of games. You've gotten it at home from Chris Middleton. On the road, you don't get it from him. As we saw last night, it, he kind of struggled. In football, a receiver, for instance, can go a whole game and look a certain way. But when it matters most, he somehow – Hurts you. When that other receiver, everybody's like, oh, well, he the one. It's like, no, nah, he ain't really the one, man. Y'all sleep. Yeah. Y'all looking at box scores yeah. and numbers and, and not what it is at that point in time on third and nine. That hurts you. Third and nine killed you. Not the 60-yard catch because the defense stopped him eventually. But on third and nine, they couldn't stop that dude. You know, and so that's how I look at Giannis. I look at Giannis and say, well, he going to always get his numbers. But is he hurting my team? Is he really making us feel the pain in the end? Eh, and I just hadn't what? seen it. That's why, that's why I always, come playoff time, have been skeptical of him. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Listen, Deion. Hold that fire. Oh, oh, we're gonna, yeah. yeah, we're going to okay. discuss it further. Uh, that Giannis injury wasn't really the only story, though, that was making headlines yesterday. We got a team that's looking to the future, but having to first – Address the past. That's next, KJZ, ESPN Radio, and Sirius XM Channel 80. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. 
See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Heard Mike Bootenholzer. Our Malika Andrews talking about Giannis Antetokounmpo hyperextended knee. Came down in the third quarter, but, you know, this game was over as soon as they tipped it up because Atlanta jumped right on the Milwaukee Bucks and went at 110-88. to 88. Series is now tied at two games apiece. And, you know, listen, Jay, you know, if you're Milwaukee, uh, not only is the two-time MVP down, but they got bigger problems because I want you to take a listen, Jay, to what P.J. Tucker had to say, not only about his team – uh, losing Giannis, but about their mindset going into this game once they found out that Trey Young wasn't going to play. It's not good losing anybody on your team. Lose your best player, it stinks. But we didn't come out with energy tonight. We thought we were just going to walk in and win the game. We didn't do anything to be able to show that we wanted to win this game tonight. We were flat, and you know, our Giannis injury was just another – piece of the puzzle of us losing. So, Jay, my thing with that is, so they knew, okay, Trey Young's not going to play. So we walked on, knew him, we're going to win this game, and we came out flat. Shouldn't you come out like, yo, we about to come and beat y'all down? Because you not number one, because we want to win, but number two, because you don't even have your best player, we really going to beat y'all down. But see, this is the thing that always has concerned me about Milwaukee is that sometimes it feels like there's a light switch that they play around with, right? Like, sometimes that light switch is on. Like, you saw them in their past game. Like, man, they look dominant. This is a team that could easily win a world championship. And then other times you see them play, and there's a lack of zest there. There's a lack of energy or passion that they come out with. And it just makes you wonder. And now that they've lost Giannis, now that there's all this pressure, more so on Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday to step up, the fact that they were getting beat up like that without Trey Young on the floor, without Trey Young on the floor, and think about how much the ball has revolved around Trey Young. Trey Young has needed to do everything for the Atlanta Hawks. And for Lou Will to come out last night to have 21, for Bogdanovich to make six threes, for Kevin Herter out there to play as free, as careless. I mean, Gallinari to have 10 points off the bench. You're just sitting there looking at like, I still don't know who the Bucks are. How can we get to the Eastern Conference Finals? And I still have no idea who the Bucks are. Granted, I know they lost Giannis in the third quarter, but they're getting their tails beat in before that. No, they they were, and you say the fact that Lou Will, but you know Lou Will, every now and then, he might grab a recipe and cook it up. I mean, regardless <laughs> regardless of what his age Put is. Put some lemon pepper in there. Yeah, he going I mean, that, that's it. But Donovich the same way. He He's going to find his shot because that's what he does. We had the conversation, Jay, prior to going to break, about why I feel a certain way about Giannis. It's not, it's not that he's not giving me three and a half quarters. It's at the end of games. It's closing out games. It's the free throw line. It's about picking up on the defensive end. Those sort of things, to me, affects my thought process about who you are as a player. 
But key, that's key, all I. That's where, where I come dead. from. This is where you're so wrong, knowing this. Woman. Okay, because make ha- me wrong. Having him, having him on the floor, mm-hmm. still attracts so much attention that it allows for guys like Chris Middleton or Drew Holiday. He's also a willing passer. So I, I hear what you're saying about the lack of the free throws. And well, it's not even just the free throws. It's much like you said. Who are the Bucks? Well, who the hell is Giannis? Because he came out and missed airball threes out the gate but when he a, when he shoulder bullied. In game three, when he he's a guy that's an average twenty nine and thirteen. That's who Giannis is. Had a forty point, almost triple double in game seven against the Nets. So I hear what you're saying about are there questions about him not guarding the best player? Yes, you can get into that. Are there questions about him maybe not being the free throw shooter down the stretch? Well, you can't take away all the attributes he but, brings but to the I game. Didn't. It makes the game easier for for Chris Middleton and Brooke Lopez and Drew Holiday. But basketball knowledge that you have, Jay. Mr. Knowledge Guy, that's not what I said. I said I'm good with the three and a half quarters. It's the half a quarter that I have an issue with because of the defense, the free throws, those sort of things, and being the closer instead of Chris Middleton. Now, that's all I'm saying. Then you say, well, Chris Middleton's got to step up. Well, you asking Chris Middleton to do something that he hasn't done essentially before, which is be the leader from beginning to end for a team. Like a Kevin Durant, a LeBron James, those guys, a Chris Paul. They've done it many times but over. Yo- yo- no, but here, Key, Jokic didn't do it. Jokic did it this year, and what was everybody doing? You were Jokic saying you didn't did, like the way Jokic, Jokic played. Jokic did it this year in the regular Man, season. Man, people, Key, you were killing Jokic about you didn't like the way he played. You didn't like no, his style. I everybody don't was like saying, his style. Everybody, everybody was saying he didn't deserve to be MVP. Because of the way what happened and all this kind con- I mean, it turned into a really big conversation. All I'm saying is that did players he do this it year, in this the, has where, been a war. Well, the regular season is over. Did he do it in the postseason? But they lost to the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns have beaten the Lakers. The Phoenix Suns have beaten the Denver Nuggets. And the Phoenix Suns are up right now on the Clippers without Kawhi Leonard. So that's all I'm saying. Now the question is for the Bucks: are you going to be able to do it against Atlanta? Without your star player. And, and, and let me ask you this then, That's Jay. a question for Chris Middleton now. Absolutely. And so how do you see the complexion of this series? Because if I'm Atlanta, oh, and, and I got Bogdanovich back on track, okay, I'm feeling good about myself. They don't have Giannis as of right now. And they okay. won in Milwaukee already. Exactly. We got Trey Young will be coming back at some point. And as, as you pointed out, even when Trey Young went down, they still barely beat us. We, we, mm-hmm. were, we were knocking them in the head then. How do you see this series then going forward? Like, like I said, Brian, you can only play the teams in front of you. Like, I didn't sit there a couple of years ago when Kawhi Leonard, Toronto, they beat Golden State when KD went out and Klay Thompson went out. Nobody said, well, you know, Kawhi's two-time finals MVP, but he beat this depleted team. Like, he's still considered to be a champion, right? So if you're the Phoenix Suns, yeah, you beat the teams that have been depleted, but you can only play the teams in front of you. If you're the Atlanta Hawks, it's not your fault that Giannis got hurt. You hate that for Giannis, but you can only play the team in front of you. We could be talking about the Hawks in the NBA Finals. Wow. How, well, like that's, well, that's the opportunity I, for them right as now. As I always say, Jay, I want the easiest path to winning a championship. So I, like that. I don't give a damn right. what nobody say. I'm, I'm, they, you know, I, and I say that because everybody jump on KD for going to the Golden State Warriors. Man, I don't give a damn. I'll go to Golden State, the 85 Lakers. I'll go 88 Lakers, the 88 Dodgers. If I can win a championship, I'm going to the easiest path. Why do I want to make it hard for myself to prove a damn point? Why would I ever want to do that? So 
I think everybody wants to know what's the feeling in Milwaukee? What's the feeling there uh, with all these Buck fans uh, considering what's happened with Giannis? Uh, let's talk with uh, Al in Wisconsin. Al, what's the feeling with Buck fans? Listen, there's no panic, and I'm sure Jay probably remember this. Giannis got hurt in that game against Miami, and the Bucks mm-hmm. had to play without them. Plus, we're talking about a team. Everyone's speaking on, well, Middleton, step up. Let me share this with you. This is a team, and that's how come they'll be effective. Now your whole game plan just changes because Giannis is not there. So there's aspects and things that Giannis can't do, but now you're not only going to have Middleton. You're not just going to have, uh, you know, Holiday. You've got Tucker who may start out there also with Portis. You may use Forbes to come in. You've got a whole different set. And you've got a well-capable team, a well-coached team, and you're at home, and you're not going to be panicking over the fact even if Giannis doesn't come back, period. Giannis is your leader. He's your top scorer. But it's going to be a team that wins a championship and that wins a playoff game. So Al. just like every other team stepped up. Al, Al, let me, I can't I, I, Al, Al, I only have one question I, for you, Al. You, you're talking about adjustments. That has not been Mike Boltenhoser's strength. What have we been talking about all season long with Mike Budenholzer is he needs to be more flexible. Why doesn't he make adjustments, Al? Isn't that been the biggest bugaboo with Budenholzer? In fact, they were talking about he may get fired. That if they don't have a long run and go all the way to the finals. That's the big problem with more people. Desperate people do desperate things. And Budenheiser is Mm. going to be forced to make some changes and make some adjustments. And that's what he has to do. As we saw, every other team who lost someone, they did what they needed to do. We talked about Zirkut being out for the Clippers. They did what they need to do. Phoenix did what they need to do. Atlanta did what they need to do. You will see. Not only will the Bucks win, the Bucks will win convincingly, and they may still take it in six. Okay. There's no panic. But, uh, okay. Not here. Okay, Al. He, he, right, thanks, Al. Here's the thing, Al, that's really interesting about this, though. And this is where you've always kind of like – question the Bucks at times because you wonder like how, how are they allowing teams to still be in this game and I said it right. when they played the Nets do you still feel like the Nets are going to win with just KD and Kyrie right yeah right just I, KD and Kyrie yep then James is on the floor can barely can barely run out there Kyrie is not on the floor that goes down to a game seven where Kevin Durant actually could have won in the regulation if his foot wasn't on the line and then try to go for a win again in game seven but they got by that one right you get by who's in front of you but now when you play the Hawks with Bogdanovich, who's had a knee injury, and the Hawks still get one in Milwaukee, like those are the things sometimes that make you scratch your head. Like about man, these coaching adjustments that you talked about, Brian, are they going to continue to play drop coverage? I know the second game it turned out well, but the third game Trey got off again. So it, it, those are the kind of games that you kind of wonder about, those in-game adjustments, and now not having Giannis. I hear what he's saying about Bobby Portis. I hear what he's saying about back in Miami. But, like, those are the things that still, like, now let's see how good of a coach Coach Budenhoser is because they are still the favorites in the series. You would think they would be the favorite, but it doesn't feel that way, does it? It it, it really doesn't at all. And, and, you know, I've said this time and time again, Milwaukee is one of those squads that, you know, they they could be a team that has a 20-point lead, but it always feels like they have a one-point lead. You're always on edge with Milwaukee because it's like, yo, I, I don't know about this team. Just by the way they play, uh, it just seems like they don't play to their strength uh, all the time. Oh, man. Uh, tell you what, uh, we, we certainly uh, going to talk uh, some football 
uh, as well because we had to talk about who is really uh, the best contender uh, to win uh, – the throne here. Uh, we'll do all of that and talk more football. But first, we got this Sports Center. Sports Center update. I'm Brian Custer. Giannis Antetokounmpo suffers that hyperextended knee in the third quarter, and the Bucks lose game four. The Eastern Conference Finals to the Hawks 110 to 88. The series is now tied at two games apiece. Our Malika Andrews, our ESPN reporter, talking about the latest on Giannis. What the Bucks were saying when they ruled him out was that he hyperextended his left knee. Now I'm told he's going to undergo further imaging, further testing on that left knee tomorrow. Uh, but when Mike Budenholzer was talking to us after the game, he said that when Giannis came back into the locker room, he was in good spirits. He was talking to his teammates, trying to sort of pump them up a little bit. But we will know more about just how serious this injury is after he gets those results from that imaging. Serena Williams, she is out of Wimbledon after slipping on center court. She injured her leg. This is the second time that she's had to withdraw from a major match in her career. The other came in 1998 at Wimbledon in the third round. England eliminates Germany with a 2 to nothing victory to reach the Euro 2020 quarterfinals for England. First victory over Germany in a major tournament knockout stage since the 1966 World Cup final. Sports Center, it is brought to you by Goodyear. Goodyear knows from here on out every game is a chance to create momentum. So make the right pass, the right move, hit the perfect shot. It takes momentum to get through the playoffs and it takes everything to capture a title. Goodyear, more driven. Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin brought to you by Progressive Insurance. I'm Brian Custer. In for Zubin alongside Keyshawn Johnson and Jay Will and got to talk some football. And joining us is our ESPN NFL reporter, Kimberly Martin. Hey, what's up, K-Mart? Hello, guys. How are you? Fantastic. Good to have you. You want to talk some NFC East football. And, you know, listen, what do you think Dak, uh, the Cowboys, have to do uh, to win this division? Because I think there's a lot of people who look at that division and say the Washington football team. Oh, for sure. And why do we say the Washington football team? Because of that defense led by Trace Young, Montez Sweat, all those guys. That defense is what we saw last year. If you're the Cowboys, listen, you just don't want to see what you saw last year. You want a healthy Dak. You want Zeke Elliott to return to what we know him to be. And defensively, What's better than terrible? You know what I mean? Like, the, the, the standard for what the Cowboys have to be, just don't be awful on defense. Like, that, like if they could just do that, that would be an improvement. Um, but personally, when I, look at, when I look at the NFC East, it's anybody's guess. Uh, a lot of questions with Daniel Jones. Is he ready to take the next step? In Washington, I mentioned the defense, but on offense, they're led by Ryan Fitzpatrick. A great locker room guy, a a great journeyman throughout the NFL. Can he get you 17 games? Can he, he, from beginning to end, can he be Fitzmagic? That's the question. I think in this division, Dak is the best quarterback. He's coming off injury. So as long as Dak stays healthy and he, this offense looks a little different as far as utilizing the weapons they have. And Zeke, 
really setting the table, I think the Cowboys are going to give the Washington football team a run for its money. A.K. Mark, but haven't we seen this movie again all over, I mean, many times before oh, when it comes yes. to Fitzmagic? We I mean, have you have, you have about six yes, games. Six games, he lights it up. But it's and different. then all of a sudden, towards the different. end, it is, it is turnover central. Yeah, but and it's different. Why, why is it different? Because it's a philosophy that Ron Rivera goes into the season with, which is don't allow him to make any mistakes at all. Run the football and let our dominant defense. Because, again, Kimberly, as I continue to try to educate Brian and Jay Will on this, you don't have to have a star-studded quarterback to make the Super Bowl. You just don't have to. But you you, you, can, you can't have a quarterback that's turning the football but over. He always uh, does but that. So, can't so wait, Key, now you're a fan of Ryan Fitzpatrick? No, it's, now not, a fan, it's, not, it's not a fan of Ryan Fitzpatrick. It's a fan of the style of play in which Ron Revere wants to run. Here's what Ryan Fitzpatrick does. Ryan Fitzpatrick has that gunslinger mentality, that YOLO, like, I, I'm going to win this game for us. Sometimes it makes sense. Other times, he throws an interception. I've been in a press box when, when he's thrown three fourth-quarter interceptions in a game the Jets had to win to make the playoffs in Buffalo. Like, I, I've seen the Fitzmagic to Fitztragic thing. I, I've seen it before. Um, I, I really like Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, I like what he did in Miami. But the question always is about Fitz. This is why he's been on so many teams. It's, he, he plays well, and then he hits that dip. And you would hope that offensively they've made – Washington has picked up a lot of good guys between Terry McLaurin, Beast, Curtis Samuel. Like, you hope that the, the offseason additions that they've made will help Ryan Fitzpatrick, that if he throws that YOLO ball, you got playmakers that can catch it. Yeah, well, if you rein him in, he'll be fine. Oh, okay. You just got to rein him in. Okay. That's how you got to okay. do it. Not right. Okay, after 16 years, let's just rain and rise. Let's now, let's rain right, and rise. Right. It's the exactly. style, though, got Kim. It. It's, it's, it. it's not letting him throw the ball all over the lot. That's all it is. It's, if when, when, what happens to these QBs is coaches push the ball down the field and throw it everywhere instead of get, having a certain type of philosophy. And Ron Revere was on our show several months ago, and he talked about they felt as an organization, as a team, they didn't need to get that type of quarterback with the defense that they had because they were not going to let Ryan Fitzpatrick lose the football game for him. Enough about them. Let me ask you this, Kim. What, <laughs> what, which quarterback head coach duo out there has the most pressure on them right now? So I'm sure you guys expect me to say Justin Fields, Matt Nagy, or Andy Dalton, whatever combination it, we're going to have in Chicago. But – I'm actually going to go out west, the L.A. Rams. Sean McVay, oh. Matt Stafford, to me, that's the team I'm watching because everybody's saying, oh, well, now the Rams have a quarterback. Now Sean McVay has a dude that can do what Sean McVay wants. Now the Rams pencil them into the Super Bowl. <laughs> Just, like, hold on a second because since we saw baby genius Sean McVay go toe-to-toe with Bill Belichick, the Rams have not looked the same. <laughs> they have been very good in the regular season. But based on the defense, having Aaron Donald, one of the best defend, one of the best edge, like uh, one of the best pass rushers, I should say, like that to me, for them being able to not being able to take the next step collectively and get back to the Super Bowl, based on the offense that we've seen, even with Jared Goff, but now they've jettisoned Jared Goff. He's in Detroit. No, you know they forgot about him. Matt Stafford is going to be that dude. 
okay, let's wait and see. Um, I think if they are not, not just regular season good, but deep in the playoffs, NFC title en route to the Super Bowl good, I think this season um, could be a referendum for GM, head coach, everybody. Kim, speaking of a quarterback that's trying to get to a Super Bowl, when do you think talks will pick up with the extension for Baker Mayfield? So that's the interesting thing because the Browns, they love Baker. Baker's their guy. However, Andrew Barry, the GM, who deserves a lot of credit for the turnaround that we've seen with this roster and this performance on the field, not just Kevin Stefanski, but Andrew Barry is not somebody that it, it feels any pressure to we got to lock up Baker. We got we got to do this now. We got we got to pay him because keep in mind they got got to figure out Nick Chubb. They have other guys, Wyatt Teller. They have other long term contracts that they have to work out. They have the benefit of picking up that fifth year option with Baker, so they have him. And you know you can't blame the Browns because if they don't get a deal done before the summer, because we've seen good Baker, we've seen bad Baker, we've seen okay Baker. Baker should just use if he doesn't get his extension now, he should just use 2021 as that. I'm going to show the world this is who I am. I'm the guy that can lead this team. I'm not the weak link here. I'm the guy that can take us to the next level. Kmart, I'm happy you, you talked about uh, Baker and you guys brought that up because you know one of the things he talked about uh, this week was that they probably have the best defense, the scariest defense uh, in the league. In your opinion, what is the scariest defense in the NFL? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna dispute Baker on that. I think the Browns. What you've seen that front, Miles Garrett alone, he's a beast. I mean, basketball court on the field, like he's a big, <laughs> scary dude when you see him coming at you. So, I'll give. I'll give Baker that. I, I don't want. I think what the problem though is with the Browns when you start pumping them up and you're saying like, oh, the Browns are really good. That's when things start to falter. The Browns love when people count them out. So maybe I should have said a different duo. That way, you know, the Browns defense might come out roaring, but I think he's right. All right, Kimberly Martin, our ESPN NFL reporter. Thank you, Kmart. Good to see you. All right, Kimberly. Good to see you guys. Absolutely. Uh, listen, uh, when we come back, guys, we got to talk about one team's future that is tied to the past. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, happened in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. 
Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Wednesday, it is Keyshawn J. Will Zubin. It is presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. I'm Brian Custer in for Zubin alongside Keyshawn Johnson, of course, Jay Williams. And fellas, you know, in Portland, they introduced their new head coach, Chauncey Billups, new head coach of the Portland Trailblazers, but it certainly didn't come without uh, some controversy. You know, uh, Mr. Big Shot, listen, I think all of us know him. Uh, fantastic uh, guy, great player, uh, and, and going to be – I should be a good coach, a great coach uh, in the NBA. But he got his introductory uh, press conference uh, there in Portland, and it didn't turn into a, a good look for the Blazers' PR because, you know, Billups was thoughtful in his explanation because there was just all of a sudden here – uh, the story and from a 1997 sexual assault allegation from his past has come back and made news, especially once uh, the Blazers uh, made the decision uh, to hire him. But, you know, the Blazers PR staff had shut down some questions from the media that they wanted to ask, ask uh, Chauncey about. But I want you to first listen to Chauncey Billups because he addressed the allegations uh, at the start of the press conference. I learned at a very young age as a player, and not only a player, but a, a young man, a young adult, that every decision, you know, every decision has consequences, you know, and that's led to some really, really healthy but tough conversations that I've had to have with my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time in 1997, and my daughters uh, about what actually happened and about what they may have to read about me in the news and in the media. But this, this experience has shaped my life in so many different ways. Um, my decision-making, obviously, who I allow to be in my life. So that was Chauncey's answer to the first question that was brought to him uh, from members of the media. Now, there was a follow-up, uh, and I want you to take a listen to what happened once there was a follow-up question. Uh, you said the 1997 incident shaped you in unbelievable ways. Can you maybe elaborate on that and, and how it helped shape you? Jason, we appreciate your question. We've addressed this. Um, it's been asked and answered, so um, happy to move on to the, to the next question here. And that was it. Uh, and they, the only questions they were going to address after that was basketball-related. So, uh, first, Jay Will, g- give me your, your take on how that press conference went for Portland. Was it a good look, bad look? What would you think? Uh, I, this is, a, this is a, a tough subject matter because basketball-wise, Chauncey is one of the, the smartest individuals I've met. He's incredible. Um, now, he was acquitted on that charge, but I think, you know, when you are Neil O'Shea and when you are the Portland Trailblazers organization, you have to strategize on how this is going to play out. And it's almost like a, 
uh, a, a presser for a presidential candidate, right? It, it's yeah. to that degree, pretty much, because you have to talk through all the pros and the cons, and you also have to come together with, hey, like, let's, what is the narrative here? Let's go through all the facts and literally prep him. Because I think what happens when you allow somebody from your team to step in and say, hey, we're not taking any more questions, it almost makes like they've asked an exhaustive amount of questions. It was a second question on it. So I, I think there has to be a little bit of a gap there where you have to say, we have to prep Chauncey Billups enough to let him answer a couple of questions here, as long as he's not being put in the bind, to elaborate a little bit on this incident. Because if it if we if we cut this off fast, then we know what the media is going to do, guys. Now this is going to become a bigger story. Now they're going to continue to ask more follow-up questions. And as much as you want things to be basketball-related, that's not going to be the case for a substantial amount of time because you didn't allow him to answer a series of questions about what he learned. And if he's elaborating on it, you have to allow him to further elaborate on it to a degree. And Neil O'Shea, of course, you know the, the team president, he talked about their process, their due diligence, mm-hmm. what they did, that they hired an outside firm, things of that nature. So he also uh, added into all of that. What do you think, Key, when you – But, Brian, he also came to the point where he said, you're just going to have to trust us. Right, yes. yes. Right? And yeah. that's the part where it's like, yeah. I don't know if I would have used that terminology there. Just, hey, that, that's where it is. You're going to have to trust us. That's, yeah. that's a tough predicament to put any franchise in where it's like, we just have to take your word and it's not about winning. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. It's a fair point. How'd you think, Key? What'd you think out of how everything played out? You know me. You know how I feel about it. I, I think when – you, whenever you have something that has happened to you in your career, um, they're going to ask the question. Yeah. You are preempted in your meetings by your PR, right. by your head coach, whoever, I mean, by your, your owner, whoever. That conversation takes place. And the individual in this case is Chauncey. And I don't know 100% whether or not, Chauncey said to them, okay, I'm, I'm fine with answering some of the questions. Because clearly he was fine answering the questions. Yes. He, he did give explanations on how he was shaped after his incident in 97. He talked about his family. He talked about his wife and the difficulties and all those sort of things. I have a problem because now you want to follow up and want me to go into further detail about something that I've already addressed, okay? And then O'Shea said at the same time, we don't want to continue to talk about it. I've had investigators. We did our job. There's nothing wrong with him saying that at all. There's nothing wrong with him saying that we figured it out. We like Chauncey. Everything is cool. He's not going to put his neck on the line to just hire somebody if they didn't vet the process. I mean, he's in a bigger position in a bigger role. You would think that that's not the case. So I really didn't have I didn't have a problem with the PR people stepping in and cutting the interview off at that point in time because, in, for my opinion, Chauncey answered it already. We're going to talk about more football. That's next. KJZ, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio.